everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened. I know we took last week off. It was Easter. Everybody was kind of busy anyhow, so I hope everybody out there had a great Easter weekend. I know we all did, and going into this week now, we just want to wrap everything up this week by wishing everybody a happy tax week. It's been a wonderful time. It feels really, really good to do our part to give a large portion of our own, our hard-earned money to something that really matters. Our government really loves us so much that they're now really upfront, honest with how much they actually hate us. Um, how many illegal border crossers have you sponsored with your tax money this year? I think I did seven, maybe. Yeah. Um, how many of them were terrorists? I hope I only did one. I tried to minimize that. Um, did you donate to the dismantling of law enforcement or the release of violent criminals into our major cities? Who knows? That's where your money goes. Um, but the government sure is grateful to have your tax dollars to spend to every corrupt government in the world. You American citizens helped arm the Taliban while your own government works to take away your guns. So it's a special time of year. It's a great opening. It makes me sleep at night, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, just going through uh, real quick, just paying taxes this week. I, I, I'm, I just got angry. I'm irritated. I'm like, you can be kidding me. Mm-hmm. Because I know what they're doing with my money. Yeah. Or at least what we're not. We're not doing with it. Yeah. And I get no say whatsoever in it. No, no. You just get the privilege of paying it. Yep. I don't get a say in that either. <laughs> All right. But uh, anyway, we're glad to be back. It's fun yes. to be back in the studio. Fun talking to everybody. Um, like we always say, make sure you're checking us out on AGA TV at AGA.network. Uh, watch our videos on Rumble. We are no longer posting on YouTube. Got our second band done. Just tired of YouTube. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. Ridiculous. Not worth it. Nope. Nope. So you can listen to the show on uh, Apple, Spotify, Google. Um, and just make sure you follow us on Locals. Join our Locals community at supportaga.com. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And you can text. That's right. To get into our, uh, into our texting string, you can text AGA to 330-619-4497. Again, that's 330-619-4497. Get some behind-the-scenes uh, info from the texting string. Awesome. All right. So we've just got some stories we're going to kind of read through this week, like usual, and we'll just dive right in. The first one on the list here is this Massachusetts school is sued for hiding gender identity agenda from the parents. This one's really interesting. And we've been harping on this a lot the last month, really, this attack on our children. And again, we've got a lot of focus on that today, but it's really important because why? We have to protect our kids because they can't protect themselves. Right. So if we don't know this stuff is going on, we can't protect them from what's happening. Right. And if we're not involved as parents, then this stuff just goes on and on and on. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, reading from the article, two families are filing lawsuits against Ludlow Public Schools school officials in Massachusetts. The parents claim their parental rights have been infringed upon by a district policy prohibiting school staff from sharing information with parents about a student's discordant gender identity and efforts to promote that identity in school. For one family, their son and their daughter were both actively being transitioned by school officials. Are you kidding me? And the parents didn't know about it. Oh, my word. You thought grooming was bad. Yeah. They're actively transitioning Transitioning students. Wow. So they're transitioning the son to a girl and the daughter to a boy. Can you just leave them alone? Exactly. <laughs> Whatever. So the parents demanded the school to not speak with their children about gender identity or mental health concerns, but the school ignored them. School officials not only continued having such conversations with their daughter, but actually began addressing her in school by an alternative name and pronouns. School staff also made a point of only using the girl's given name in communication with her parents, intentionally concealing their affirmation of her gender transition at school. 
So they were calling her a, a boy's name, referring to her as I'm sure he and him and whatever other male right. pronouns they want to use. Um, the parents also discovered the school was counseling their son on gender ide- ideology and gave him female pronouns, and he got a new female name. Wow. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like they were singled out. I don't know. I know there was another family involved in this. That they had some issues going on with their children as okay. well. I don't know how many kids are being. This is just this is happening all over. The this place. is just one incident. There yeah. could be there could be a hundred in this school. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Yeah, and it could be a situation where a kid goes to a guidance counselor and says, "I feel you know I've I've been hearing this stuff probably from my teachers. I think maybe I'm a girl." <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, let's give you a name. Wow. Don't tell your parents." Yeah. Jeez. I, and obviously, I'm not a parent, but. I would be so furious if I found out that my school was giving my son a girl's name and treating him as a girl with pronouns and all that stuff. Yeah, they'd be out immediately. Oh, man. So yeah. I have a question. When you guys were younger, uh, I know you're young, but I mean, like, when you were younger, <laughs> did you ever, like, know you were caught and oh. you try to cover it up? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you know, you know you're doing something wrong. And you try to cover it up. Mm-hmm. So they're telling the parents, they're addressing the parents in communication with the real name. Yeah, they're not, saying, uh, Bobby's doing well. Right. And they're covering up what they're doing, so they obviously know it's wrong. Yes. Okay. Correct. That so, is exactly how this looks. Yeah, they know it's wrong, or they would be addressing the family with the, the name they gave the kids. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they're admitting in their addressing of the parents that it's wrong. Very good observation. Yes. Because I tried to cover up a lot of stuff when I was younger. <laughs> yep. By, by uh, saying things that weren't, yeah, we all do that, right? You know, the other thing is like, um, I know that kids go through lots of things. We all did. But like, there's some things that as a student or as a teacher in a school, you chalk up to hormones mm-hmm. and yes. other things you chalk up to peer pressure. Mm-hmm. But they're not doing any of that. They're chalking it up to these kids want what we want to give them and we're just going to push it on them. Yeah. For them to do the, we've heard the stories of the, the teachers, the school, schools giving kids the uh, hormone blockers, the, the puberty blockers, uh, giving girls testosterone before they've hit puberty and without their parents' consent. So they, again, right there, that is by itself an admission of we know we're doing something wrong. Right, or they would have got not the telling the parents. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So, so they know it's wrong yet they do it anyway. And then when there's a law that comes out that says you can't groom my kids, they freak out Mm -hmm. big time. Yeah. They, they freak out about it. So, so they know they're doing wrong. Then the law comes out and says, we're banning you from doing wrong. And then they get all worked up about it. So yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I'm glad that whenever I wanted to be a a pirate, they didn't cut my leg off whenever (laughs) I was a kid. (laughs) Stab your eye out. Exactly. Like, let's make that eye patch work, son. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that, that's a, that's a, that is a good point. And I did hear a story because you talked about the children being furries. Yes. In that private school. Yeah. They, and then I heard, actually heard a story on the news about these kids being cats. Being cats in school. And they want to put litter boxes in the yeah. bathroom. And there was one girl that she went to sit down in an empty seat in the classroom and another student freaked out on her, I guess, started screaming and bloody murder because she said that that girl had sat on her tail. <laughs> I'm just saying oh weird God. things are happening. Oh my in gosh. These, in, in schools. And it, 
Well, I, if, if I ever do have kids, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be like a hawk so, on these schools, making sure that they're not doing this to my kids. Well, and here's the thing. Because it's so rampant, I mean, public schools are just losing kids left and right, mm-hmm. and it's just going to continue. And I think that um, private schools are just going to go through the roof and homeschooling and all that. Um, and then they lose their funding. So, I mean, then they'll be crying about that. The unions will be freaking out about all that. But this is what you're doing. You're endorsing it. If a union member does this and they don't get called on the carpet by the union, then the union's actually endorsing it. They shouldn't get any money. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Um, it's just this stuff with the kids. It, we, we say it every week. It just continues to blow my mind. But I cannot, it just, I can't believe that there are people out there actually advocating for this stuff. I I mean, when I was a kid, just because, you know, I, there were times I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. I put my mom's like high heels on before work and walk around all tall and stuff. I didn't want to be a girl. I was just <laughs> yes, putting on did, the shoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want but some now, pills? Nowadays, <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, oh, well, you look like you Do might you want be a in purse the wrong. With that? Yeah, you're in the wrong body, <laughs> little boy. Uh, <laughs> Jen, know. come on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jen. We're going to give you a new name, Josh. Oh, jeez. Yeah, well, you know, and that's a good point, though. Whenever you, a teacher, whenever these adults start giving you, no, we're going to give you this name. We're going to call you by this. As a little kid, what are you going to do? You can't, like, just fight back, usually. You're probably just going to take it. Yeah, and they were probably told, do not go talk to your parents about this. Yeah. And you're supposed to trust your teachers. I mean, you are. You are. And there's lots of good ones. Yes. We'll say that. There's lots of great teachers. Uh, I wouldn't be where I am today without great teachers. Oh, yeah, so, me so, I mean, that's amazing. But this stuff, I mean, when we do our show prep, like I would say 50% of the articles that are considered to be on the show have to do with kids. Yeah. Being, yeah. being indoctrinated into complete nonsense. Nonsense. Yeah, it is nonsense. But... A lot of that nonsense is starting to backfire, at least for Disney. Nate, I don't know if you <laughs> oh, want to wow. kind of detail this one up with the numbers and everything, but really interesting how quickly, like we were saying before the show, Disney went from pushing this garbage on kids, and as soon as people found out about it, I mean, it spread like wildfire, and they're already suffering ramifications from this. Yeah. Yep. Millions and millions of people have dropped Disney. So this is breaking as of right now. Like an hour ago, Florida House passes bill stripping Disney of self-governing status. So they are about to take a huge tax hit. And remind us, because I can't remember what you said. How long has that been in place? It uh, says 1967. Oh my gosh. That's that's, that's wild. So, so that is that they don't have to pay taxes on the, the acres, right? Is that what it is? Yeah. They don't have to pay taxes on their land in Central Florida. And now they will. And we'll hear we'll hear what happened. Yeah, here, I'll just go ahead and play the clip. This is awesome. And we will vote on these two bills. It is my hope that we will be able to proceed civilly and with decorum and with respect for one another. Read the next bill. By Sunder Bradley, Senate Bill 4C, a bill to be entitled an act related to independent special districts. Representative Fine, you're recognized to explain your bill. Uh, thank you, Mr. Speaker. It seems as Mickey and many have joined us in the chamber today. That said, this is the bill that we discussed yesterday. 
Members, we will either go into structured debate or we will call the previous question. Representative Renner, you're recognized for a motion. Mr. Speaker, I move the previous question on the bill. Representative Renner moves the previous question on the bill. This motion is not debatable and requires a majority vote. All in favor say aye. aye. All opposed, no. Show the bill, show if motion passes, we will now proceed to call the previous question. Oh my gosh. The, 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 the clerk will unlock the machine and members will proceed to vote on Senate Bill 4C. Have all members voted? Have all members voted? Clerk will lock the machine, announce a vote. 70 days, 38 days. Mr. Show the bill passes. <laughs> wow. So it says those were Democratic lawmakers in the background shouting and protesting this bill passing. Sound like they're getting murdered. <laughs> oh my gosh, these people are insane. The best comment was uh, Mickey and Minnie have yeah. joined us in the room today. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that one was pretty good. That's great. That was good. So they so it passed the Senate the other day and then it passed the House today. And so now it goes to Governor DeSantis yep. and he has already promised to sign it. So $200 million dollars. Now, every year, Disney will have to pay on property taxes. So it explains why they got this in the first place. It's because they took Swampland and wanted to make something with it and do something with it. So the uh, government granted them a special taxing district that allows the company to act with the same authority and responsibility as the county government. Hmm. And now that's gone. And now that's gone. Hmm. So I wonder, will that increase the price of tickets for the parks? I think losing... 10 million people subscribing to Disney Plus and this $200 million will change a lot of things at Disney. I do too. I And that's what I was saying. I can't, I honestly, I, I'm very impressed. I am impressed with how quickly this got handled. Yeah. As far oh, yeah. as Disney attacked them and they said, yeah, we're going to attack you back. Yeah. And they did it. And they actually, I mean, they did it. You have poked Struck the bear and that bear named the legislature and Governor DeSantis have bit your finger off yeah i mean did you hear I, the people that they said all in favor it was like a chorus of you know yay lot, yeah. and then all in not it was like no <laughs> <laughs> no see but they have to go back to their disney uh their disney lobbyist and say i said no yeah right exactly <laughs> this was a train i couldn't stop wow well good for florida may other states follow in their footsteps yeah yeah, we definitely need as many, at least we need as many red states as possible to just get on board with this stuff. I mean, and a lot of them are, a lot of them are to their credit. Yeah. Putting in legislation to protect the children and, and, and stop all this stuff from happening. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it does bring back the importance of your local elections to send people to your state capital to vote for this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it's a big deal. Yeah. That's one positive that I've seen, at least with everything that's been going on, is I feel like the average person is now invested in politics, whether or not they want to be, yeah. because it's in their house all yeah. the time. No it's touching them. They go get gas. Yeah, you have an opinion. Yeah. yeah. You have an opinion on the gas prices. Dollar eighty nine. Yep. First day of Biden in office. Yep. Dollar eighty nine. Now it's four oh nine. Whatever. Ah, yes, sir. Well, before we move on, <laughs> everybody go buy my pillow. Just right now, go get one. They're awesome. So Mike Lindell, he created the MyPillow. He's been a victim of countless cancel campaigns from the radical left. And despite all that nasty stuff that he, they've put him through, he just, he continues to stand up, fight for your rights and freedoms as an American. The guy is awesome. And they make some awesome products. 
Giza Dream bed sheets, my slippers, bat towel sets. They make dog beds and, of course, the classic my pillows. If you head over to mypillow.com, use promo code AGA when you order a classic my pillow. Mike's classic my pillows are the best pillows that you can get. I've had one now, it's been over two years and it is still as supportive as the day I got it. The pillows are made with Mike's patented interlocking fill. So you just fluff that puppy once and it stays uh, exactly how you set it all night long. It's great for your neck. Uh, it's really helped me because I used to have a lot of neck problems when I was sleeping on just those other, just not really the great smashed pillows. ones. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm trying to like, now oh, where do I get in there? And if you move an inch in the night, you wake up kinked. It's terrible. Not with these things. Um, my pillows are machine washable. They come with 10 year warranty, 60 day money back guarantee, and they're made right here at home in the USA. So for listeners of this show and of the AGA network, you can get standard size, my pillows for 1998 queen size for $29.98 and king size for $38.98. These are on sale right now through, uh, you know, through uh, my pillow with the AGA promo code. So make sure you use that. All you got to do is head over to mypillow.com, use promo code AGA when you order a classic my pillow today. Or you can call 800-565-8573. So that's promo code AGA online, or you can call 800-565-8573 to order your classic MyPillow today. Thanks to everybody listening to the show, and thanks again to MyPillow. What an amazing organization. I love that uh, they partner with us, and Mm -hmm. we get to have their products and use their products, but also help those other people that want to use it. So the next topic is one that you've probably... Many people have not heard about, but it is already a law in all 50 states. And I think that this is one that uh, they've adopted that sort of slid under the rug in education, but it's all funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which is amazing that Bill and Melinda Gates, even after Common Core and all of that nonsense, are still trying to data mine our kids. And so, uh, so anyway, all 50 states have adopted what is called the Social Emotional Learning, or SEL, for pre-K education, and uh, it's been implemented in all K-12 classrooms in 18, or in 18 states and counting. But despite the marketing, it's not about kids understanding their feelings. Think of this as Sunday school for the religion of wokeness. But that's not even the most concerning part. SEL is being pushed by the same people bringing data mining to your schools. This is the biggest, I think, uh, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Years ago, I traveled and spoke in the state of Ohio. We did over 50-some meetings in a few months, uh, going to a ton of different counties. It was myself and two other concerned moms, and we said we cannot have Common Core in our classrooms. It not only brings nonsense mathematics into the classroom, but it also brings sexual education into the classroom, and that shouldn't be in the classroom. But one of the things that I stood on in all those meetings as I testified as a school board president uh, at the time was that it also brings in the data mining of our students because they went to the testing, state testing that was all together in one thing. Um, they can monitor all the, all the computers of all the students all the time. Um, and they're actually, the school district has no access to that data. Oh, really? So like, so like the, the testing data, they get a report back mm-hmm. what was actually taken, but the, all the testing data goes into the state system, at least in our state, goes into the state system, and then the school gets a report card back of how good they're doing. So all the data, how long it took to answer this question, um, whether they answered the question by clicking A and then they changed it to C, um, wow. all of that stuff gets collected by the state, and it's all been funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which means that they... I'm, I'm guessing, I cannot say for, for a fact, but 
the data that we were looking at in, at the time of doing this was they were getting access to that data and all of their subsidiaries were getting access to that data as well. So we trust our schools with our children and yet the corporations that are associated with Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation are now profiting from our students and they know who they are. They have IDs. So they know who they know who's taking the test. They know when they sign in, all of that stuff. So um, this is a huge deal that not only are they indoctrinating our kids in wokeness, as we've already talked about, but now that it's all attached to this data mining that's happening in every classroom. And, uh, and some of the other indoctrination that they're doing, I mean, one of the books that we stood against uh, back in the day um, when we were, when we were protesting this was a book called it's perfectly normal. Now, if you don't want to, if you don't want to look at totally raunchy images and you don't really want to see men with men and women with women, then don't, don't go look up the book. But this is in classrooms in Ohio. It, it is, I believe, still now. We testified against it in the state Senate to get this pulled out, and they voted to go with the money from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation instead of stopping this. And so we, you know, this is one of the precursors to offering them, offering them the pills to stop their, you know, their puberty. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this book, It's Perfectly Normal, uh, is completely porn hmm. for kids, completely porn for kids. And it talks about everything you can think of under the sun and more. And so this is what comes in when you have a religion of wokeness that is being perpetuated inside the school system. Yeah. I mean, I had, I had the book and, and we talked about it and we showed people and then we were told not to do that anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so we're not allowed to show parents in a meeting because it's porn but they can show this to kids and it can be in the library of the schools. Mm-hmm. That's how this, that's how this whole education system so they're is working. admitting guilt. Of again. course, yeah. of course they're admitting guilt everywhere. The problem is no one's holding them accountable because you have to go through the, you have to go through the union and everything else to try and hold them accountable. But I will say some breakthrough cases of people on school boards that are really rocking this thing and kicking all this crap out of the school buildings. But they this book is probably a bestseller because of all the schools buying it. And it is one of the raunchiest books that I've ever seen. Wonderful. And what grades was that? K through 12. Really? Yeah. Pre-K through 12. You know, I, I, it's got to be more geared toward the younger ones. I mean, based on the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. looks like it's a kid's oh, yeah. book. Yeah, it's a kid's book. But it's definitely, I, I can almost guarantee any adult that picks it up will blush, let alone a kid. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Now, will these kids blush when they're adults? No, because they'll be, never mind, I'll stop. <laughs> I know. Just got through that one at you there. Real I know. I'll, I stopped. I, I stopped before it, before I went somewhere I shouldn't. But anyway, so, so back to social emotional learning. Um, it's, it's really perpetuating wokeness in every single classroom and it's bringing data mining even deeper into our schools because all of this curriculum is online. Yeah. As soon as you throw Bill and Melinda Gates in there, just Bill Gates, you know, it's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. They're now divorced, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So it's probably still called the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So what is their purpose in like, okay, so you click A and then C. What do they get from that? I don't know. Yeah. All I know is they track everything. Once that kid logs onto the computer, everything is tracked. I have to assume they're going super deep into psychological behaviors I would say, and everything. I would say okay. that they clicked A and then they click C and there's a psychological reason Are why they, they didn't know that. Are they, Are they not, they not confident? confident? Do they need someone to help them become woke? You know, <laughs> yeah. 
do they need do they need to get a, another gender name you know all yeah. that stuff i'm sure that that's all part of it wow but listen data mining doesn't data mining is the real currency of the world isn't that social media really yeah yeah social media was built to data mine yeah um, that's the whole point of it. And I think we've all gotten sucked into using it, but it is the point of why they created it. So they could data mine, data mine, data mine. And it was pretty open. Most of them were open. Google was open. Facebook was open to where as a business, you could run ads like super specific. I want someone who lives within this, you know, 150 yards that goes to this website so many times a day and I want to drop an ad just to that person and you pay three bucks, five bucks, whatever, and you get it to them. Now they've closed all that and they're keeping their data more close to the vest and they're saying it's for safety, you know, so that you don't lose, yeah. lose your uh, identity stuff. But really I believe it's because they're, they're mining a lot deeper than what we even understand. I, I do believe this number may be completely off base, but I was talking with somebody who's a Google advertising expert and the, and I'll look it up while we're doing the next story. But thousands of data points on every person that has an iPhone. Oh yeah, or an Android. Thousands of data points on you, and they can literally. In fact, he told me that in 2014, I believe Google predicted somebody was pregnant before they were pregnant. Wow, I have heard stuff like that. Yes, yes. you're right. There's yep. so much what you were looking at online, what you were consuming online, yes, actually yes. predetermined that you were going to get pregnant, and uh, and so they actually predicted that this person would get pregnant, and then they got pregnant. Right, even if that person didn't even suspect that she might be pregnant, they knew it. She was searching something about maybe being sick or some symptoms that she was having, and the data mining would say, "Oh, she's pregnant." They they could put all those points yeah. together and say that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I've heard that too, where people can like, it'll actually predict when you're sick before you yep. know you're sick before you even go to the doctor to get a diagnosis. Yeah. Because yeah. And because every microphone on every one of these little devices is recording all the time. So they hear you in the bathroom, Ralphin. <laughs> 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 there it is. <laughs> there it is. He's sick. You sound sick. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, but anyway, yeah. So Google has a lot of data points on every person and that's just one company. Yeah, I mean, is. you got Facebook, you got all the companies out there that are sucking data. So here's here's my theory, and I may be completely off base, but a lot of the younger kids that are taking these state tests don't have access to these devices. So if they're going to data mine everybody mm -hmm. in the world, the only way they data mine those kids is in school. Very true. That's a good point. And that's why they have to do one-to-one, -one, which is the computers. They give you a computer mm -hmm. um, because that computer is recording everything all the time too. So, okay. so if I can give, if I can put a computer in every, I mean, th think about Bill and Melinda Gates, we'll give you a billion dollars to buy everybody a computer. Yeah. If that puts that computer in everybody's home and parents may actually think about what they're saying around their devices and go put them in another room while they talk, but that kid's computer can be recording anywhere. I'm just saying, maybe right. people say it's conspiracy theory and I've been a happy conspiracy theorist my whole life <laughs> because sooner or later it's right. A lot of them are coming true or have come true. It's crazy. We proudly wear that tinfoil hat. <laughs> it's crazy. They're coming true faster and faster and faster. Well, I, you're right. Data is the currency. It is. Data is a currency. You could, I mean, money or whatever is one thing, but if you have all the data on a person mm -hmm. or a group of people, you can, now, now money is endless possibilities, mm -hmm. what you mm -hmm. can do with that information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, 
so I guess when you think about Amazon, what is Amazon? Amazon's a data company. They don't sell books. They don't sell shirts. They don't sell, no, they're a data company. They can tell you that you need to have new deodorant because yours is running out because of the last time you bought it. I mean, it's a data company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so why did, why did Elon Musk try to take over Twitter last week? Why? Because it's a data company. Yeah. It's not because it's Twitter. It's because it's a data company and he wants data. And so I think data is the currency. I really do. It's not about the products that you're buying. It's, it's the actual currency. Now that's a great point. Um, did, was there anything else with the SEL stuff? It's horrible. Okay. It's horrible. <laughs> Again, it just reiterates, know what's going on with your kids. Know what they're learning in school. Talk to them. If they won't talk to you. I don't know. Look at, look through their books. Yeah. Like, the, oh. the, it's perfectly normal. If you didn't look through that book, you wouldn't really know what's in there. No. And but, if your, if your kid ever brings that home, um, pay the fee to the library and burn it. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, pay the fee to the library and burn it. Well, talking about data, um, this story was really, this is a big deal that's going on right now. We have talked about this. How many illegal border crossers have been identified as known terrorists? So we were all around for 9-11. I'm sure many of you watching probably were too. So think back to 9-11, think back to the terrorist attack and how that felt with all of that going on. So we're never going to know the actual true number right now, but we do know that in 2021, so last year, there were at least 23 illegal border crossers whose identities flagged the U.S. terrorist screening database. Now, to make matters worse, in 2021, that year had an estimated 400,000 gotaways, which are... That, that's a term for illegal immigrants who were not captured by border agents or law enforcement due to a lack of physical border security and border agents who are, you know, occupied processing those who turn themselves in. So the number of gotaways right now in 2022, and we're not even in the fifth month yet, is already close to that 400,000 number of all of 2021 that's, of the gotaways. Crazy. So only, I mean, we... We identified 23 known terrorists illegally crossing the border in 21. There were 400,000 other crossers that got away. I, I still don't. I still don't understand that, but because of how much people know, you know, they know about everybody. But Biden is also about to end Title 42 next month. Yeah, that's not good. No, and that's only going to dramatically increase the number of border crossers. And that's going to obviously increase the number of gotaways, and it's going to increase the number of escaped terrorists coming into America. And this is just coming across the border. Yes. They're flying them from South America to Amazon distribution centers in Minnesota and other states to actually be the workers there that are illegal. They're flying them in and, and doing that. So this is just the people that have the guts to walk through Mexico and actually come across the border, but they're flying in people. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. And I was listening to, um, I believe it was a sheriff on the border in Texas. And I'm pretty sure he, and I do not quote me on these numbers because obviously I don't have this pulled up, but I think he said something in like they've, they've apprehended in the last year enough fentanyl, I believe, to kill every man, woman, and child in the entire country. I just saw that too. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, think about that. Mm-hmm. 
back to tax day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So we, we definitely have a big issue with the border. It's going to get worse because Title 42 was that COVID, you know, what do I want to say? Um, enforcement. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But, but now, but see, this is where it comes down to. They're, he's doing away with this, but they're still touting that COVID is still alive. Yeah. So to me, it makes no sense. If you're going to say that COVID is still alive and we have to wear a mask in public buildings, you know, state buildings, then why are we doing away with this? Yeah. And I mean, I guess it just goes along with everything else over the last two years. Nothing makes sense. There's no logical connections between anything. So I guess it just, that is how they don't care if it makes sense to you. You just have to do it. But I, the problem uh, is we all have common sense. Uh-huh. There's well, just uncommon. <laughs> I loved all the videos of the airline passengers cheering. Oh, cheering. Take it off, it, throw it in the bag. Did you see the one flight attendant, he was actually doing a song, yeah. like throw yeah. away your mask and all that. It was great. Yep. And and now they're fighting it, by the way. Yeah, of course. They're challenging it. Yeah. I know we're about done, but I just Googled. So now they know I'm Googling them about yeah, how right. much data they have. <laughs> but listen to this. Like, you may think that this little device is just for you to enjoy. Yeah, it's not. Um, uh, conservative, sorry, I just, uh, you know, uh, what was that show where you could phone a friend who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I just phoned a friend who's a Google expert. And uh, this is what he says. Conservatively, Google says 7 million data points on every American. 7 million? <laughs> 7 million wow. data points. Holy crap. <laughs> he says, I th- he said, my friend, which I'm not going to say his name, um, I think that it's, he thinks that it's more than that. But he'll, he'll check for me and get the exact number. But he thinks conservatively 7 million data points on every person that uses Google. Okay, so how is Google, this is going to be the coolest thing, like it's sickening, but it's going to be interesting. So how does Google collect data? This is right right from a report. Google has access to your YouTube history and the comments in which you place, the content of every email, the files you save on Google Drive, and all the content, your search terms in Google search, the places you've been in Google Maps, your schedule in Google Calendar, questions you've asked the Google Assistant, the news you've read on Google News, the Google ads you click on, and your spending habits through Google Pay. Okay, that's just that's just Google, right? Uh-huh. Okay, so um, unique identifier. So this is how, does, how do you access Google products and services also matters when it comes to data they track and why. So unique identifiers, the browsing type and settings, the device type and settings, the operating system in which you use, the mobile network information and the carrier and your phone number and the application version number that you're running. Jeez. Okay. Okay. So uh, they also collect information on the apps, browsers, and devices you use with their services. So if you have an Android phone, Google phone, um, they're tracking all of this stuff on top of it. And I I would assume if you have Chrome on your phone, it it gives access to everything else. Okay, so search terms on Google, videos you watch, uh, views and interactions. So whether you like something, dislike something. Voice and audio information when you use audio features. So when, okay. you, say, when you say, you know, Google Assistant, I want to know this, it's recording all that. Purchase activity, even if it's not on a Google service. Wow. People with whom you communicate and share content with are now brought into that conversation. 
So now it may not just be my content that I'm looking up, but when you share something with me, now it opens up me to that. It's like an ecosystem. It is. Yeah. Activity on third-party sites and apps and Chrome browsing history when synced with the, with your Google account. And then it goes into, if you really want to know, but I won't read it all, but it goes into how they actually do it through pixels and cookies and databases and server logs and uh, how they track your location through Bluetooth. Even if your phone's not actually, if you're not actually on Google maps, they can actually track your phone through Bluetooth and they know where you are. And uh, they said it's actually integrated with Firebase and other things. So let's just say 7,000 data points on every person conservatively. Million. Or sorry, 7 million. Yeah. Uh, that are on every person conservatively in the country. Now, tell me that data is not the currency of the world. No, I won't because I believe you. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. And then Amazon wants to open stores where you put their stuff in the cart. It knows it. You walk out. Okay, so I've been in one. Yeah. Yeah, so we went to Seattle, and in Seattle they have this glass eco-dome. Right beside it is an Amazon store. So we walked in and it wouldn't let us in. It had like the gate thing mm-hmm. until you open up your Amazon app. So you open up your Amazon app and then it, the little turnbuckle thing said, oh, you're welcome to come in. So we walk in and we go and everything on the everything on the shelf had like it was just on the shelf like a regular grocery store. But when you picked it up, the actual app knew what you were doing when you put it in the cart. And then when you went, you didn't even check out. It just billed your Amazon when you walked out the door. It was wild. That's crazy. It was wild. So so you think about all the people that are sort of off the grid still, because we live in sort of a uh, yeah. rural part of, of the country. But think about the people that they don't even use, they literally use their Amazon app to buy all their groceries. Yeah. Like all of that data is being collected. You know, it brings me back to if something's free, you're the product. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. So um, so two more two more stories to end today. Um, since you're all so hyped up about uh, Amazon and uh, Google knowing everything, including your underwear size, um, <laughs> so uh, th- so this is as of as of yesterday. But uh, President Biden is prepping yet another huge Ukraine arms package, as the total military aid nears three billion. Three billion. Did you pay your taxes today? <laughs> <laughs> three billion. Three billion wow. to them. We got people walking over like it's a Sunday stroll. Yeah. 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 It, it's it's just amazing uh, that, and, and this is military equipment. Why couldn't we have taken the stuff from Afghanistan and gave it to them? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that in the billions? <laughs> that the was 300 billions. It. Yeah. Yeah. We just funded that and, uh, and let that go. Um, and one last story, because we just have to bring in the Ukraine. By the way, uh, our missionary Scott friend, um, he's safe. And uh, they're doing good. So we'll leave it at that because they're still in compromising situations, but they're good. But Russia has thrown down the gauntlet to the U.S. government and said, you better stop helping Ukraine today. This is today's today's article. Russia warns U.S. to stop arming Ukraine now. Oh, boy. And we know that Russia's in the waters off of Alaska, and we just sent 100,000 troops up there. Yep. So there's a lot going on. And, and I know that we can be focused on the stuff going on in the schools, which is great. Um, but we also have to be aware that there is a lot going on militarily around the world that we may just gloss over if we're looking at our own backyard. No, which is what they want. Yeah, they, they don't want us even thinking about the war. 
uh, or food shortages or anything yeah. like that. Mm, which we've talked about. Yep. Yeah. So make sure you're stocked up. Yeah. Stock up. The latest report that we have from some inside people is we got 60 days till all of this hits. And uh, there's thousands, and I don't remember the number, but thousands of ships outside of Shanghai. They were only supposed to be locked down for two weeks. We're in the third week now, and they're saying it could go till the end of summer. That means that no products from China are coming here. Nope. So, nope. you know, we get we get like boxes for our cereal from China. Hmm. Hmm. I'm just saying. Yep. We, we get, uh, you know, anyway, lots of things that we use every single day comes from China. And so if we're not getting anything from China, we better, you know, anyway, the food supply probably in the United States has about 60 days until we start seeing major shortages. And uh, that's not a good thing. No, it's going to, it's going to be very difficult. So we have the joy of bringing you all of this stuff, yeah, right. but I'm telling you. But if you're listening and you're watching, then you're probably preparing somewhat, which is good. Yes. There's, I mean, you can't stop it. So at least you can be prepared for it. Yes. Be prepared. Make sure that you and your family are taken care of and uh, even grab stuff for your neighbors because they may be oblivious to what's going on. And they may be knocking on your door. Yep. You want to be in a position to help. Yep. Absolutely. Well, guys, anything else we want to touch on today? I think we're good. Good to go. Okay. Well, like we said at the top of the show, hope everybody had a great Easter holiday last weekend. Uh, we're happy to be back with you again this week. Thank you again for tuning in and watching another episode of The Awakened. Please follow us on AGA TV at AGA.network. Head over to Rumble. Forget about YouTube. Go to Apple, Spotify, Google to listen to the show. Um, and yeah, follow us on Locals at supportAGA.com. And for those of you who travel in your car and you can't watch the show, go to any of the outlets in which you can find a podcast you can listen to just the audio portion of the show uh, conveniently while you're walking on the treadmill or driving down the road. So thank you for listening on all those platforms. Yep. We appreciate it. Go get yourself some MyPillows. And until next week, everybody, stay awake. Stay awake.